its seventh season. The Lapped Traffic Podcast has brought you over 300 shows, driver and media interviews, awesome stories and entertainment, and one of the coolest fantasy leagues around. Get ready for another exciting season. Sit back, relax, and try not to get lapped. Now, here is your host, the Professor Brendan Crowd. What the fuck you bet? Yes, Lab Traffic Nation, I am sorry. I am here, though. I am excited to be back and here for episode 312. Side note, if anybody, the first person to message me in any capacity, tweet at me on Twitter, at Lab Traffic PC, what movie that drop was from, uh, I will send you some form of a Lab Traffic prize pack. It's one of my favorite movies, and I'm like, I have to, I have to poke fun at myself in some capacity. It was on in the background over the weekend, and I'm like, that is absolutely perfect. I have to play that after the intro. So there it is. Uh, anyways, yes, I am back. I hope everyone is doing well. I cannot believe it has been about a month since my last show. And like I said, first off, I want to apologize for that. It killed me not to be putting out content like I usually do in the form of the podcast and on Twitter. However, I know most of you are probably going to be able to relate to this. Uh, as you guys know, this is a hobby, right? And unfortunately, uh, some of the demands from the real job have been pretty intense over the last month, uh, as well as some things on the home front. Lindsay and I have been very fortunate to have a nanny come to the house to watch Alden, uh, and we had to find a new nanny, which turned into finding a part-time nanny and finding a part-time daycare so that Alden can start to get some socialization and all that good stuff uh all that to say for the parents out there that uh you know it's it's uh the struggle is real with finding you know not just adequate but you know you want uh, above and beyond great child care right you know so that that's uh was a was a stress and um Took up some time as well on top of, like I said, the job's been a little crazy. Uh, all that to say, uh, new nanny started today. He starts daycare a couple days a week tomorrow. So that's what's kept the show on hold uh, in, in, uh, in, in true transparency. And, you know, just ran out of hours in the day to reach out to people for guests, to sit down, to put some form of show notes together let alone get behind the mic. Um, the only thing I was really able to keep up on was the Fantasy League, thankfully. So uh, what's that mean going forward? Well, plans to do a show a couple weeks in a row right now just because I have been off so long, and then at least one every two weeks. So content might get changed up a little bit and, you know, a little less race-specific, focus more on the guests. Uh, you know, overall, whether playoff implications, standings, you know, if there's been any craziness that went on at the racetrack, things like that. Of course, fantasy questions to you guys, which I put one out for this week as well. Excited to talk about that topic. Um, so, yeah, it was also suggested I do a listener call in show, which I haven't done in a while. So be on the lookout for that. So that's currently where we're at. Last couple of weeks have been a little crazy. Uh, took Alden to our uh, favorite getaway spot over Memorial Weekend up to Frankenmuth, Michigan. Had a, a hectic blast as it can be traveling with a, with a little one. Um, 
you know, he's he wasn't in his normal surroundings in the hotel. So uh, naps and trying to go to bed were were fun. Um, but uh, this past weekend was pretty chill, which was cool up until yesterday when I came downstairs to see that the hot water heater took a shit. So, yeah, it's uh, it's never ending. Uh, was able to watch some racing this weekend, including some of the Detroit Grand Prix, which was very cool to see getting to that in a little bit. Um, what's coming on today's show after a month off? Well, if, if you've been around a minute, and especially at the start of the season, you know that uh, Aaron Studwell and Brian Newdorf were a, a very big part of the show over the last five-plus years, uh, rotating segment spots on the show and all that, and wanted to switch things up a little bit and take it live and interactive and, and do Twitter spaces, which we were able to do a few of those. But uh, if, if I wasn't able to do a show, it was definitely going to be hard to do that, and uh those guys uh, are definitely owed some airtime and haven't been able to catch up with them much at all, really, over the last month. So um, it's it's really just going to be, you know, us catching up and, and you know, obviously throw some racing in in, in some capacity. Uh, but uh, Aaron and Brian are going to be on this week. Do have a couple guests lined up over the next couple of weeks as well, too. So uh, get back to some form of normalcy from a routine perspective with the show. Um We've got our segment one, uh, Lap Traffic Fantasy winner. He's going to do the fantasy segment this week. And uh, we've got Kirk Brockman, who was, who was at uh, the races this weekend. So uh, we'll, we'll get back to uh, catching up with Lap Traffic as well. So uh, try to keep it as normal as possible. And enough rambling for me. Let's, uh, let's get Brian and Aaron back on the line. All right, Lamp Traffic Nation, joining me on the line. Very excited to have these two guys back on after failed attempts on my part on Twitter Spaces. We'll get to that in a minute. Joining me on the line is the wonderful Dr. Aaron Studwell and Mr. Brian Newdorf. Sir, gentlemen, good evening. He got an How adjective? Are you? <laughs> he gets wonderful and I don't, and I get... <laughs> Well, it's funny. I was trying to think of something Ghostbuster related, and I couldn't think of the adjective to use I, as a Ghostbuster. When I heard "wonderful," intro. I'm like, "Okay, that, I can accept wonderful." Right? You, how, about, wonderful. how about how about beautiful? I mean, handsome. I mean, handsome. if you you, you, you can't get stunning. lost in my eyes, I'll accept that. Stunning, stunning. <laughs> so I like stunning. Stunning, I do like stunning, dashing, good evening, dashing. Sir. dashing. I was thinking like you know, like marvelous, magnificent, distinguished. Nah, I can take that. Sure, I'll take distinguished. Yeah. <laughs> don't go for cute. No, no. Do not go. For, at this point, don't. at this point, after nothing, I'll take cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And such kids so kicks off this segment of the lab track. I love it, guys. How are you? Um, so let's um, we'll we'll roundtable in a minute with the two of you, uh, Brian. What have you been up to? What's new and exciting? What's the name of this podcast again? Lap I'm, um, traffic, because I'm laughing. Okay, I, I was. I, I get confused with all the other ones I've been on. Um, <laughs> wow! Wow! Damn! There, that's 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 making up for the lack there of action. Anyway, no, <laughs> we miss you, Mr. Brandon. And they, people don't realize we do check in on each other. From yes, time we to do. Time. Yes. Yes, that is true. So um, good, you know, uh, working. That's pretty much it. Uh, had a kid graduate. He may be moving back home. So, you know, living the American dream. Um, <laughs> we, I think my wife and I were empty nesters for about a year and a half. So uh, you got spoiled. I know. But actually, we told the boys that it's the oldest who will be uh, living. And first of all, I'm teasing. I'm, I'm glad to have them come back home because I, you know, 
we want them to adult right you know sure. and if we can we didn't and if we can give them that opportunity to to work and save some money and and find the job and stuff like that you know we don't have a problem i mean god bless my one son who is moving back who graduated he's like i don't want to he's like i'm, I'm hesitant to move back because i don't want to put a burden on you guys so that's he he said all the right things sure but i was like listen first of all your mother and i are probably more financially sound than you we were when you were at your most expensive you know all three of you and diapers and kids and stuff like that so and <laughs> and it's like you know what we're looking at you guys as like tenants like you're gonna slow us down I ain't no no you know okay we're leaving bye right you know? yep yep That's we're just like listen if you're gonna be out late or come back the next day you just let us know let in us advance think, so yeah. we don't freak out sure. or you'd wake us up good deal good deal yeah um aaron what's uh what's new with you well, we'll skip the, uh, I, like I want to say, and Brian had pointed this out before, and I have to really thank the two of you. I've been going through some health issues and physical, not mental this time. So um, both of you have done wonderful and been amazing friends checking in on me, making sure I'm fine. No final diagnosis yet. When we get a find, when I get a final diagnosis, I'll be public about it. I'm usually too transparent, but you guys have been great friends, so thank you. Of course, no, that's what friends do. Yeah, that's what absolutely. friends. And we haven't. And those who are listening, just you know, send whatever, you know, whatever you're, you're more inclined to, whether a prayer or positive thoughts or just whatever. I'll you know. take it all. Exactly. <laughs> um, but life's here. Life's here has been good. We're actually. Um, had an interesting call last week. We might branch into another sport uh, over the next month. We're going to look at financials. We're going to look at the path and uh, make a couple few more calls. So that'll be news to be shared. I think first place we're going to share it with the Unlap Traffic Nation. Excellent. Um, so there's that. I'll be seeing my son a week from Friday. He invited me up to Wisconsin for Father's Day weekend. And we're going to Road America for IndyCar Weekend. Excellent. Um, Very cool. That's so exciting. That'll be a wonderful opportunity to get up there. Uh, life's just been good in the new house. Things are good. Business is moving forward. We're growing our staff. We've had another agent. Um, we're adding clients. And it's for the football, soccer, and as you say, soccer fans, the Transfer windows coming up when we're we'll be placing our uh, players in European and the North American squad. So that's the big thing there. Um, and then we have the money uh, competitive competitors uh, podcast, the, the Money Lap, and that is uh, Landon Castle and Parker Klingerman are sponsoring one of my drivers at Watkins Glen uh, end of the month. Very cool. That's exciting. Both guys are uh, longtime uh, friends of the show as well, which is which is very cool. So got to throw cheap plugs in where I can. So, yes, <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Um, all right. Uh, first thing I want to do is, uh, you know, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk uh, some sports outside of NASCAR. And uh, Aaron was like, dude, why aren't we recording? Because we were just going deep into the no, trenches. No, Brian was going off. Oh, that's right. Brian was. No, we joined in. <laughs> well, we, 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 we joined in. And it was like we were going deep in the trenches in college basketball and circling it back around as any Michigan fan has to do, which is talk about football. So, um there's lots to be excited about for our college programs, respectfully. Uh, um, Aaron and I from the football side of things. with uh... Actually, not so fast. Still <laughs> <laughs> somebody that does that in football stuff. Yes. yes. First of all, we were in the, you know, we played a Michigan school, and I don't know, the Big Ten championship game. True story. I'm not saying we're at that level, but I'm going to tell you, our new coach, 
has got a lot of us excited. Excellent. In fact, so excited. I'm thinking about going to the home opener against Fresno. Like he's made some good decisions in the portal. It's like, you know, he's not going to just settle like, okay, it's a rebuilding year, blah, blah, blah. Like he's like, no, I'm going to come out and I want to, I want to punch the big 10. Let's keep in mind. He almost, his defense almost beat Michigan. True story. At Illinois. Yeah. True story. So, have, have you have you booked your room for Indianapolis for the Big Ten championship game yet? Who do you think I am, Ohio State? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what. So the first year we went, I and I probably told you guys this story, but I'll give a quick condensed one. It was, you know, we're literally like me and two of my buddies were texting each other, and it's like. You know, we're we're not saying anything because we don't want to jinx the Ohio State yeah. game, and it was like literally, all right, fourth quarter hit, clock red zero zero zero, unlike what happened at at, at Michigan State that one year when was second took three seconds, but I digress, and. Um, we, uh, I was in charge of finding tickets. The other guy was getting the room, and yeah, I mean, there's there isn't a lot to be had when you're trying to get it the week before. And so this year, we booked uh, the room anyways. Um, you know, midway through the it's season, easy. it's so. easy to cancel. It's easy to cancel a room. Yes. Yep. But so. let's keep it. But also, let's keep this in mind. I live an hour and forty-five minutes from That's Indianapolis. A yeah. That's a really like, good point. Yes. That's a, so yeah, yes. I, I so I, yeah, I did book. And you're not a big house. drinker. Yeah, yeah. There you go. You're, yes. And you're not a big drinker where you're not going to want to climb the car and drive home. Right. No. Yes. And not to mention, I grew up, you know, 20, 30 minutes from Indianapolis. So you know, I got people. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, so I want to take over the show for a minute. By all means. Indianapolis. Indianapolis five hundred. Now, we saw pictures, you and 300,000 of your closest friends. How was it? That was great. It's, I, I'm, it's always wonderful. I've been the last two years. It's – yeah, I know I can cuss it. It's fucking fantastic. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I mean, it's it, – no, I mean – No, I I'm more laughing at the swear word. It's like, wait a minute, I can swear. I opened yeah, the I show that. with just, a movie quote a, that used that word, so – well, I mean, I, I did TV where I couldn't, you know, yep, so yep. Uh, I, I, I feel like, you know, you I'm no one's alive. Well, okay, I, I wouldn't have been employed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You'd have been featured endeavored really quick. <laughs> so, um, no, I mean, I love, I mean, and for those who don't know, and I tell this story, some people don't know this story, but what's really kind of cool is we're, the story goes, and this has been passed down from uh, family to family and, or from, at least from my mom and down to us. And that is we have the Holman family's old seats and, and the outside of turn one. And trust me, everybody who saw my photos on Twitter was like, dude, you've got amazing seats. Um, yeah, so yeah. that's supposedly the reason we have amazing seats is because we have the Holman's family's old seats before they got the suites. And for those of you who don't know, you know, uh, it's like the Smiths and NASCAR, you know, Tony Holman, you know, really, you know, built that whole, the, the speedway and stuff back up. And it had been in the Holman family. You know, Tony George was the son or the grandson of Tony Holman. And so, you know, before he sold it to Penske, it had been in the Holman family for so long. So that Holman name is huge. And so that's supposedly how all of that uh, played out. And, you know, those seats are great. They're expensive, but they're great. And yes, I called out my okay, case. So I did that on purpose, but I had no problem with him. He, I knew he was bringing a switch, but yeah, I posted a picture of my son, my youngest, who doesn't sport, by the way. 
All right. But I wanted him to go and have a good time and just spend time with the family. And it's a long race. A kid who doesn't really pay attention to sports. Sure. So I'm like, yeah, bring the switch, whatever. So I took a picture, which was I knew it was going to get me some flack. So, wow. <laughs> Um, but I had some fun with it. I mean, I had some I fun surprised, with it. I was surprised you posted that. So I, I will say, I'm like, ah, I saw that. And I know I know this and I know the situation. I know the situation you're showing your family and he doesn't sport. And I'm like, and I'm like, I'm just here. Like like the Michael Jackson meme, I'm just here for the comments. Yeah, well, okay. You know, maybe I trolled a little bit. That was my, what's hey, the, what, 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 that, maybe that was my, maybe that was my version of what does the, what, but my app says this. Um, so no, that's a good time. And, you know, so I, I mean, and, and the one person I responded to, which I shouldn't have, but I just was like, okay, fine. You know, I, I, if you saw the name and you saw how many followers, it wasn't worthy of it, but I still had fun with it. I mean, I had a few other trolls and then I had one person, but this was my best response because he called my son like a, you know, a fucking loser for bringing that. And somebody said, oh, you're at the race and you're updating, you know, radar, which was also another fucking fabulous thing was the fact that I had amazing signal on my cell phone yeah. at the race. That's awesome. That was unheard of. I mean, I'm literally updating with Charlotte and stuff like that from the race. And somebody goes, you're at the race and you're updating Charlotte. So I responded to that. Like the one guy, Shh, don't tell somebody I'm not watching the race and I'm updating weather. Cause they might call me a effing loser. So, um, <laughs> wow. I think wow. I missed that one. Yeah. Wow. I retweeted that. He, he goes, I saw what you did there. So, um, no, I mean, we, we dealt with some of the trolls that day. I mean, and, and that was a rough weekend for a NASCAR perspective. Um, before oh, I, I was yeah. exhausted. I was exhausted on, Come come Monday, I'm, and even through Monday, I'm like, I, I'm just done. Yeah. yeah. So I did nothing on the extended race. Plus, I don't have FS2. But yeah, I just I had to work the next day, and down. I was like, well, you know, I mean, I can't. And um, we may get somebody. Uh, I may get some help to do na- keep NASCAR weatherman fresh because I didn't do it this week. And again, it's I'm working days, and it's tough. I mean, this is for me. This truly has gone back to being. Um, voluntary when i want to and i did have fun talking with everybody i miss everybody and we had weather this weekend but um no i mean indy's indy's great and i love it and and i'm you know i'm hoping to go back in fact uh, one of the ladies um a a couple uh, a lady pulled me aside at the end of the race and so my family has six tickets but we found my family may be getting two more so nice you know very cool very cool so what did, did you watch any indy detroit or no no, I mean I'm not. I don't follow NASCAR or IndyCar, excuse me, much after after, uh, <laughs> after the Indy 500. <laughs> it was cool He's, to see uh, downtown being Catholic. Detroit. I can say that. Yeah, being being Catholic, I can say this. It's just like yeah, it's Easter. It's Christmas, right? It's Christmas. Christmas. It. The C and E crowd. Easter. It's Indy 500. The C and E's Christmas and Easter's. um it was cool to see downtown Detroit in that light, though. It was cool. They did a you know. the, the 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 way they designed the course uh mm-hmm. you know gave some really cool shots of of downtown with the renaissance center uh the detroit river canada in the background i mean everything was great uh i know a couple which is on fire were, by the way i know i know <laughs> i know some people who knew maple there. leaves burnt like that right <laughs> what is that smell of syrup and no we're not making fun of the fires folks don't no, no, no we're not, we're not make... oh good times good times um all right uh let's see the i racing did, this... i did watch it oh, oh i'll start real quick yeah. i did watch it the racing was really good it was. the attendance was not the, even the sports car and the support races were good yeah, I just hope that they can draw a crowd and 
you know, Brandon and I were talking about this before about lack of accessible seating on the configuration. And then I saw a lot of people standing in parking garages and I, yeah, I think, I think people had, wanted like, to go would have gone, but I, I do think the, the, the one thing that hurts, um, something like that is just the, you know, the, the, where are you going to put people like, you know, people will go stand yeah. on a corner. People do it for the parade. They do it for all kinds of stuff, but you know, you can only go so far deep and to where you literally can't see anything. And there's, you know, you can only put so many temporary, uh, you know, seating uh, stands and, and stuff like that in, in an area like that. So I think that limited them uh, for for sure. So we'll uh, we'll see what they do next year, whether they Real move quick, back to before we move, yeah. Before and before we go back or leave the 500 in that weekend, what I mean, I, and I will be honest, I was stunned not I mean I I, I kind of understood maybe the first two red flags but I was stunned by the last one. I was literally stunned at that cuz I really looked at my family after that last one and I'm like okay we're going to end under yellow because that's typically indie, you know. Sadly they they gave it two good tries, got to give them credit, all right. But with like by the time they go they're going to have, you know, and then they red flagged it and I mean the the crowd cheered. I mean the crowd loved it. I knew there was some. I know. I know the, the guy who was leading doesn't didn't like it. Um, but you know, for me, I, I watched it. God, I was, was going to say there are some things that NASCAR does well that you know other sports could copy to to improve things and vice versa. Uh, the one thing that I would say that I think NASCAR does very well is try to give the fans a you know a, a checkered flag race to the mm-hmm. end finish, and you know. I know there's a lot of people, the OGs, if you will, I've used that term a lot tonight, um, that that don't like that fact about NASCAR. Um, but I think that's a good change NASCAR made. And I see that being the exact opposite on the Indy side. I think that would benefit Indy if they made a change to at least have some form of an attempt. Uh, but I could see that pissing off a lot of the, you know, old school you know, IndyCar faithful because that's never been their 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 take on that. It will end under yellow if if they have to. Um, but I I think the fact that the crowd went nuts tells you what what the fan yeah. base wants. And nobody left, right? And it wasn't like people were leaving. Well, nobody's on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But nobody left, and I mean, people wanted to see because I mean, how many really good 500s have we had where and then they, they ended our yellow? It's like it, it's like a it's just it takes the. It takes away from that just really ex- that what a, what the race was up to that point, Absolutely. and then you want to see that. I mean, at least they and then you know what they still finished, and it wasn't like they went into overtime as NASCAR calls. Right, they right. still got it in within their. You know, had they wrecked? I mean, literally, had they wrecked? Which I thought they were going to. So I got to give the drivers and stuff a lot of credit for not raking, uh, wrecking. You know, at yep. the and, and the last lap because. Do you think you know, we'll see NASCAR, a rule change think, out of them after the success of that? It depends, and and it and maybe just for the Indy 500, right? Which hey, you know, I mean, yeah. if uh, that that that's your biggest draw, right? Why wouldn't you want to do that for something like that? Yeah. So, I I wasn't surprised at red flag, given where the debris was, and you, you know, for as fast as everybody came up on that too, I was surprised that nobody yeah, got but, hurt. True, but, but they usually like in the front straightaway, they usually drive them through the pits. That's been the. That's I been was the, surprised, and that was I was stunned they didn't do that. I was shocked he didn't do that. But, yeah, I don't see it going, at least for this this race, nobody wants to watch Indianapolis 505. Right. Yeah, you're not going to go yeah. two extra laps. And I think 
they did a good job in getting everything in and finding an answer that really kept everybody satisfied. Brian, how close were you to the Kirkwood incident? I, I'm on turn one, so um, nothing so was really was in our area. You? Yeah. No, I meant just you watched it kind of develop and all. You looked yeah, to the right, and it all of, went down that way. Yeah, and I kind of wasn't even – I think I was looking someplace else because I had been taking pictures, so I was kind of watching them come into turn one. So right. that, that was off to – and I didn't obviously didn't have peripheral. Um, and I will tell you that last lap, like I literally was like watching and like I'm leaning forward and I'm like contorting my body because I'm just like – you know, watching on this after they pass me, I'm watching on the screen, you know, so I was really mm-hmm. into it. But then, you know, and speaking of the different things, like that tire that, you know, went in the, you know, all that stuff too, you know, thankfully nobody got hurt. So, you know, Indy, because Penske's going to buy the woman whose car got hit, because that's been a big deal around here. Uh, he's buying, they're, they're buying Indy, you know, Penske is getting her a car, buying her a car. Oh, good. You know, they're doing as much great PR about this as they possibly can because sure. since nobody got hurt and stuff like that. But yeah, that's a, that's a concern. And hopefully the Indy car will address that because that could, someplace else, that's a much not great story. Yep. Yeah, and I was super, I was stunned. And, and they are tethered on, but that the way that just impacted yeah. flew. I was like, wait a minute, that's not supposed to, <laughs> my mind's like, that's not supposed to happen. Right, no, absolutely, absolutely. Um, all right. Uh, how about this past weekend NASCAR uh, out to Portland for the Xfinity Series? We had trucks and cup at Gateway. Uh, we had brake issues. We had tension issues. We had a brawl. I mean, you know, we, we had it all. And, you know, the racing, I could take it or leave it, to be honest with you, from both tracks. So, um Let's see, Aaron. Uh, what you what? What's what's some takeaways? Well, I want to hold a brawl. Did I miss something? Well, we could, well, there, there. I was surprised there wasn't a brawl. Let's put it that way. Okay, I'm like, yes. did I miss yes. something? No, I'm surprised uh, now there it's wasn't like, a brawl. Yeah, Portland. I thought I thought it was, well, it was a, the bar was set pretty low. It was more entertaining than last year. Um, but I'm surprised. I'm disappointed with how people are using the cars now and how. It, it, how, and maybe this is always I've, – I've been a fan of the sport for 20 years, and this just seems to, to be more aggression and lack of concern for the vehicle and maybe to some extent lack of concern for their fellow drivers, the way people are just punting and hitting and – you know, Have go you back driven to what on the happened. freeway recently? I mean I feel like that's – Yes, but I've just seen – I understand okay, they're professionals. People, but, yeah, but what, no, I'm talking about – Going into turn eleven or going into turn eleven, I'm talking about Chase on the front stretch. I'm not even talking about the um, Cindric and um, Dylan. Uh, Austin Dillon thing. Thanks, I was trying to remember which one. Uh, I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about the sharp right hand turns where I'm putting people on the walls or intentionally punting people, and you can say, "Oh, I didn't mean to do that." No, right. Baloney. I I think what it, it's it's trans over the years i think it's been incrementally like everyone's just taking you know it used to be an inch and you know now they're trying to take a, a foot and i think have at it boys well and that's the thing right like because you know and then here's it that was a go good on i'm gonna throw out an alternative yeah no, no no so you know you you had that have at it boys era if you will but to me during that have at it boys era you had guys that would finesse the move they would bump yes. and you know if if let's if say you know first and second the guy in second finesse moves you out of the way to where you're now in you know maybe third or fourth 
your car is not wrecked and you're not possibly taking out six or seven other people with that aggressive move. And and that's, I right. think, where the change for me has been noticeable, where it's not, you know, the bump and run or, or, or the tap to, to just loosen you up. It's it's taken out you know, that car in general and possibly others to where they're not doing it, you know, and like I, I, like I said, I think the word is just finesse. They're not finessing it anymore. Yeah. I, well, I'm slightly newer, you know, in the, within the last, you know, a little over 20 years, but, it, uh, but um, still, and I don't remember the it's heyday, but it, it sounds like it, it's when people talk about, you know, and, and everybody talks about Earnhardt and how he drove and some of the guys, how they, yeah. you know, use their fenders and stuff like that. But it seems like, too, at the end of the day, while, you know, Earnhardt was an asshole on the track and stuff like that, at the end of the day, they respect it. Like they knew the guy wasn't going to try to intentionally. Like there was a there was a certain maybe these guys don't respect. Maybe there's a lack of respect in the amongst the competitors. Maybe they're so I don't know, so individualized. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's. What's going on? This is just a theory. No, you know, I, I think I just had two thoughts. One and just just two. Um, one, maybe having more cameras and this SMT data makes it more obvious, where you can see it, everything in everybody's car and who's doing what. And we didn't see that in the old days. Mm-hmm. And something that's been brought up with the cup cars, especially on the next gen, they're not indestructible, but you can bump them pretty well, and they're going to pop right back out. Yep. Yep. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, what else from this weekend, uh, Aaron? Count, yeah, Aaron would be better because I was working. <laughs> um, I, I, I think just truck truck racing wins. Yes. I, I enjoyed the truck race there. Yes. Uh, the cup race, cup race was entertaining. Um, would I go back and watch it again? Probably not. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed, enjoyed the rate the weekend of racing. I'm, I look forward to them going back to gateway and boy, that lightning just kind of came out of nowhere. That was crazy. Like I, I got a new push notification on my phone, lightning. I'm like, Oh no. Well, was it, I, oh no. Or was it, oh shit. <laughs> uh, no, yes. it was, it was it, the first inclination was, Oh no. Cause I was watching and I'm like, okay, that's going to stay. There's like probably like 7.5 miles away and moving away. And I'm like, I understand the rules. Right. I understand how it works. Yeah. I want to go break somebody's fingers. If they tell me again, it's just heat lightning, but. Oh God. <laughs> then the question is, did they spell lightning correctly? That's the other question. <laughs> Ooh, I didn't even catch that. I didn't even oh, catch that. I, I, I don't know if, I don't know I, if they did. I'm just teasing. I know. Okay. I know. I'm just, that's a great point. I just ignored them. And I'm like, okay, I just going to keep going. It just felt like a, Hour forty five lightning delay and it never rained. Never rained at the That's track. That's crazy. Um, so this weekend, Sonoma, first time for the Cup Series at Sonoma, which is crazy. I didn't believe that when I saw it. I had Wait, to go do a double. Say that. What? Say that. Say that sentence again. It's the first time for the Xfinity Series at Sonoma. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Wow, I, know. I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't. I was like, wait, well, you no, said that for can't the cup, right. You said oh, for the cup series. Oh, did I really? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's why both Brian and I are like, wait uh, a minute. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. No editing. That's that. That'll make the show. Um, and I'm excited to to see uh, Sonoma with the lack of stage breaks. Uh, you know, so yeah, we'll actually true. get some some old school racing at Sonoma, which will be cool. Uh, looking forward to that. Um, how's uh, how's how's the weather looking this weekend, Brian? Did you prepare anything or no? Uh, I have. Well, I do. I can. Yeah, I have the forecast. 
Okay. Yeah, Elizabeth did it for us. If you you, I'll do Friday and Sunday. You want to do Saturday? Sure, I'll do Saturday. That works. Okay. Uh, Friday, partly sunny, uh, windy on Friday. Uh, highs in the low 70s, um, lows in the low 50s, which is, I'm not sure if it's unseasonably cool, but it's definitely going to be a lot cooler than it has been in the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Sure. All right. I get Saturday. So, um, again, um, I'm, d- I'm double checking some of the other stuff uh, real quick. Just give me a moment. Um, but again, generally speaking, it looks dry. That's the nice thing. You know, we're not going to have to worry about lightning. Um, so there's that. <laughs> yeah, there is that. You know, got that going for me. Um, so, um, so yeah, we're looking at uh, different. It looks pretty um, and not as windy going into to Saturday. And uh, so again, mix of sun and clouds, and very similar too. Where you're going to get high temperatures and temperatures uh, warming up. Uh, it's into the. It's near 70 degrees. Excellent. And then carbon copy that on uh, Sunday. It's a wine country chamber of commerce day. It's going to be beautiful. Uh, highs, low 70s. Do not, you know, no lightning because it is a road course. Everybody will tell us they've got rain tires Excellent. and wipers. There, there we go. So we, <laughs> they are good. Oh, very nice. Um, all right, guys. I want to wrap. Uh, just one to kind of poke fun at myself, uh, which is very easy to do. But two, also just to talk about uh, – the, the Twitter spaces that we attempted to do, did a couple times uh, with each of you, um, had some fun with it. It was great to be able to interact with, uh, with, with some of the followers and listeners of all of our accounts. Um, I don't want to throw the towel in on that, uh, you know, but, you know, maybe uh, every once in a while, if I if if hey, I'm, I'm free thursday or friday whatever the case uh i'd still love to be able to do that every once in a while because it is fun to be able to actually engage with people live uh on the social media side of things yeah i I was good i mean it was tough sometimes because of things but it was good it was fun i I had fun doing it and i just i I, there are some things i want to talk to you about off off air that involve numbers and ideas so i want to go through those yeah uh, with you but um no, it was fun. I enjoyed it. It was a smaller crowd than I think it would have been anticipated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and it's hard to motivate for that. Or, but I I as as a forum, you know I it's but it's also not something that I go on. I, I go I log on to Twitter and on my phone is like oh this Twitter space says sixty four thousand people and I'm like what yeah yeah well. <laughs> Twitter's not. I mean, I heard this one time, and I, I felt like at one point I almost threw in a, a Ron DeSantis joke because of how he launched his presidency, you know, and they had problems. So, um, <laughs> yeah. And it was. It's, it's, it has nothing to do with politics. It's just the fact that he, they had problems, you know, failure to launch the whole thing. Anyway, so you know, generally speaking, though, what I heard about that and heard about this different things, it's like you know, Twitter's really. I look at Twitter as a very rapid feed of information coming at me in real yes. time. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, if you miss that launch of the Twitter, you know, Twitter space, then, you know, unless you're constantly, you know, updating, we're doing this and stuff like that, and they're right. interested. Yes. Or if you hit exactly. it at the right moment where people are kind of like searching for whatever you're talking about, yeah, you're going to probably fall into the ether or something like that. Yeah. I and then I, I do, I know some of the larger ones actually, I log onto the app and they're like listed at the top, but those are the ones with 64,000. It's like, ah, oh, gosh. Yep. Yep. Well, we can uh, we'll, we'll we'll figure something out. It was uh, it was great to have you guys both back on, and uh, you know if if we don't figure something out from from a live perspective, uh, on a on a on some form of consistent basis, whatever consistent ends up being defined as, um, we'll definitely 
you know, do this every once in a while for sure because it was great to catch back up and have you guys on. Uh, any any final thoughts? Yeah, we didn't talk outside of any racing. Uh, well, for a minute, we did. We we did pretty good. <laughs> All right. Okay. So my last thought. Yes. Go blue. Yes. Go blue. Yes, of course, go blue. Um, all right, <laughs> lap traffic. I know nation. boiler. I know oh. boiler up. Boiler. I wasn't gonna say. I wasn't gonna say anything. Else. I mean, right now I have really since post basketball. I still have. I'm still. I still am in like in my moratorium from being obnoxious because of losing the 16th seat. So I just got to sit back here and be quiet. <laughs> hey, at least you made he's the so, dance. He's so you handsome. Made the he's dance. so handsome. He, he he's so handsome when he sits back like that. Yes, that is that is true. He did make the dance. We got we got knocked out in the first round of the NIT. So you know, yeah, well, that. you were already, but you were already in the NIT. So at that point, nobody cared. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Even Michigan fans didn't care. No, no, we wrote you it off lose, a long time but ago. But you did lose you. But you did lose your big dick energy. That's all we can say. <laughs> oh, yeah, he went on to he went on to greener pastures. <laughs> For a while, he was he, out here going to Rutgers. I was like, "What the hell was that about?" That's hysterical. Yeah, he's uh, he's out at uh, Kansas, so I good for it. him. I love it. All right, Lap Traffic Nation. Huge thanks to Brian Newdorf, Aaron Studwell for calling into the show, guys. Great to catch up with you. We will talk with you soon. Sounds good. Thanks for having us on or having me on. See ya. Thanks, uh, and thanks for having me on too. Yes. I, I want to speak for you. I know. <laughs> always a pleasure for both of you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> we'll that see you guys. Very, very much, gentlemen. Thank oh, Lap Traffic Nation. Great to catch back up with Brian and Aaron. It's been so long since I've uh, been able to talk to them. Great to have them back on. And, you know, we'll try to do something, whether it's have them on, um, you know, occasionally try to do Twitter spaces every once in a while, you know, something along those lines to keep them a part of the show for sure. Um, all right. A couple things I want to talk about here real quick. Uh, truck season. Can you believe that there are only four more races to go in the regular season? Um, that is just baffling to me. Uh, seventh year of doing the show, and that definitely means that I've made that reference at least seven times over the last seven years in terms of how quickly uh, the the regular season comes to an end in the truck series. Um, we've got Nashville in a couple weeks, Mid-Ohio, Pocono, Richmond. Then that's it. Like, we're talking playoffs already with only four races to go in the regular season. And the crazy thing is it's June, and they're not going to crown a champion until Cup and Xfinity does in November. So it is just uh, baffling to me, year in, year out, just how stretched out the Truck Series uh, is in terms of their races and how the schedule goes there. Um, but very odd this weekend. Corey Heim not racing. Uh, curious to see what comes of that. Hope everything is all right there. Um, I mean, there are some some things I didn't expect to see. I love Grant Enfinger. Good friend of the show. Um I mean, when he ran that part-time year that one year, it was like, man, I hope he's able to rebound. And sure enough, uh, you know, two wins in through uh, 12 races. That is, that's just awesome. So happy for him. Um, I'm shocked. Uh, Lap Traffic Fantasy favorite week in, week out. Ty Majeski uh, still does not have a win. And 
What are some of the, the things that I'm surprised by? Well, I am surprised to see Matt Crafton up there in the top 10, go, possibly making the playoffs at this point. Like, Matt Crafton in playoffs aren't something we've talked about over the last couple of years. So that's awesome to see. Uh, Matt DiBenedetto, cutoff line, right? You know, uh, lost the cup ride. So many chances to get that cup win that we saw over the last couple of uh, years towards the end of, of his cup racing. Not to say that he's done in cup racing, but, uh, you know, from his most recent stint, if you will. And wasn't sure what we were going to see in the truck series. You know, it it. I think there were high expectations um, that we would have already been talking about a Matt Benedetto victory in the truck series, which we just haven't gotten there yet. Come close a couple times as well. Uh, but it's nice to see uh, Matty D in the top 10 there. Uh, I'm surprised Chase Purdy uh, outside of the top 10. I really expected that team to be performing a little bit more consistently than what they have been. Um, I feel like Nick Sanchez has come out of nowhere. Rookie year, turning it up, 12th place. Wouldn't be surprised to see if he's able to make the playoffs. Uh, not a big point differential between him and 12th. And Matt D in 10th, we're talking... Uh, shoot, uh, 12 points there, I think. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I would not be surprised by that at all. Now, Xfinity series, somebody else that it was like, man, what's this going to do? And that is Cole Custer. Um, you know, obviously was, uh, in a, in a big ride SHR and dominated the Xfinity series before his move up and, you know, has that one cup win and is sitting there now, you know, like, all right, hmm. Had a couple lackluster years in the cup ride. Now back down into the Xfinity Series demotion. And how's that going to pan out? And it was a rough, rough start, in my opinion, for Cole Custer this season. Uh, but his nickel and dime chipped away at it. And here he is sitting fourth in the standings with a race win. Um I mean, there's there's nothing to say that Cole Custer can't go back to the Cup Series, uh, but it's going to take about as dominating performance, in my opinion, as he had his last couple years and in his ex first Xfinity go around um, back when he was competing with Tyler Reddick and and, and the like. So great to see a win out of the uh, out of out of that car, the double zero this past weekend. Um, I mean, the standings in the Xfinity Series are as expected. Uh, you know, John Hunter Nemechek dominating Austin Hill up there, Justin Allgaier up there. Um, great to see Josh Berry up there. You know, where where are the surprises? I don't know. Um, I mean, you could maybe say Jeb Burton, uh, Brett Moffat maybe, um, who, who aren't horribly out of contention yet. There's still a ways to go in the, the Xfinity Series regular season. So uh, anything can happen there. Um, excited for them to get – well, actually, it's going to be the Xfinity Series debut – at Sonoma. I did not realize that when I until I was putting the show sheet together there. So uh, it'll be great to see the Xfinity Series debut at one of the OGs of RCs, if you will, there. Uh, cup side of things, Kyle Busch, man, just that just another another awesome dominating win by Kyle Busch. Um, third, third win uh, in the eight for RCR. Uh, obviously, 
RCR uh, knew what they were doing, and uh, it's it's paying off, and that's that's pretty cool to see. Not gonna lie about that at all. Um, yeah, I mean that's really all I got to say about that. I'm excited to, to see the Cup guys get back to an OG road course as well. I'm excited. You know, Sonoma is one of my favorites, and you know, last couple of years, you know, we've all kind of been complaining about the same thing, which is the, you know. The race dictates itself, basically, because of the stage breaks. You know, we know what a lot of the pit strategy is going to be. And now that they've changed that, that there aren't the stage breaks, uh, I think that has improved tremendously. And it's going to be great to see that come into play uh, at Sonoma this weekend. So there's what I got for you on that. All right. Um, you know, one of the hot topics, especially with um, – Chase Elliott being out now from a suspension perspective, uh, and that is what's everyone's thoughts on playoff waivers. So uh, a lot of you guys had some great things to say. I'm going to get into that here. I'll give you my thoughts here at the end. Uh, Tristan at Tristan Cole. If it's an injury, I can understand it. But if you're suspended, you shouldn't get one. Uh, BJ at ODBEEJ. Medical, yes. Suspension, no. Uh, Dave at DB Craig. Injury, yes. Suspension, no. Connor at Condor2286, racing-related in health, yes. Outside of racing incidents, suspensions, no. Only waiver, only one waiver a season, not two in two months. Uh, Bob at Jumpy Bob, the entire concept of a waiver system is ridiculous. Make the playoff on points no matter how many races you miss due to injury or suspension. I want to win Daytona, then take the next 27 weeks off, show up to start the playoffs. I'm just saving my equipment. Man, Jumpy Bob, that's a take, man. I'll get into that in a minute. Uh, Chris at USMC underscore NASCAR Fire. If it's discipline-related, no. Injury-related, yes. If you do some dumb on the track and get sat out, you lose the the right for a waiver. Uh, Mick at GoDucks5 underscore Mick. I really don't know at this point. I just assume no matter what you get a waiver does seem like that you get a waiver you get a waiver you get a waiver uh daryl at bulldog underscore daryl only for injuries on the track in a nascar weekend skiing midget races or suspensions no david at real david khan you know my opinion on this with a roman reigns gif i love it Colin at Colin underscore with underscore cars. Injury, yes. Suspension, no. Otherwise, what impact did the suspension have? Uh, Matt at CH9SE fan. For the most part, no. Unless you get hurt in the series, you collect points in or have illness. You don't need one. Uh, Scott at 1985 Wagner. Injuries on or off the track, yes. Sanctioning body suspension, yes. Rule states the driver needs to race in every race they are eligible. If they get suspended by the, by the body, they aren't eligible to run that race. So NASCAR did it to themselves. Bubba got one for his precedent set. Uh, Cody at Waddell 3. Cody, if you're injured, then yes, you should be granted a playoff waiver. But if you're being punished for an on-track incident, then the waiver should go poof. I love it. Okay. What's my take on all this? It's a lot of what you guys had to say kind of combined. Um, I am I am all about it for an on-track incident. And then, yeah, I'm, I am with you. And, uh, you know, who was it that said if it's a um, – uh, Matt said if it's, 
you get hurt on the track in the series, you collect points in. So, for example, uh, Matt, if I'm interpreting that correctly, if Kyle Busch, for example, is racing in a truck race and gets hurt, then no waiver for the uh, playoffs would be your take there. Um, I, I get 100% where you're coming from. Uh, I would extend it to a NASCAR uh, related race kind of thing there. Uh, but just like uh, Daryl said, you know, if you're doing some midget racing or, you're, you know, you're doing, uh, you know, a sprint car thing or something like that, you know, at that point, you're assuming uh, the, the risk outside of, of NASCAR and your contract to NASCAR. So um, a NASCAR related on track incident, I am all about it. Um, but uh, anything from a suspension perspective, uh, I agree wholeheartedly with this person that said, you know, what's the point of it at that point? What's the point of a, a you know, that the, there's no there's no slap on the wrist at that point. You know, OK, great. You didn't race at that point. You're only hurting the sponsors who we need in the sport. So. Um, that's my thoughts. Thank you, everybody, for chiming in with uh, with your thoughts there. And uh, we'll keep uh, questions like that coming for everybody. Okay, uh, let's do a very condensed and quick uh, lapped traffic uh, social media segment here. Everybody, make sure you check out the website, thelaptrafficpodcast.com. Follow on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, all you at Traffic PC. Uh, leave a review. That would uh, really help uh, with the show and the uh, lack thereof the last couple weeks to uh, get things back jumping on iTunes there. I still have... Uh, the giveaway. We've lost some followers just with the inactivity, I feel. So uh, we're still shooting for 7,100 followers. And I have a lap traffic prize pack to uh, send to somebody. Uh, so uh, we'll get that retweeted and back going again here as well. Don't forget, I've got stickers and koozies for you. If you want them for free, uh, DM me, email me, um, at me on Twitter. Just 900 ways to get a hold of me there and happy to uh to get that out to you for sure um okay there's that uh let's keep things rolling with this week's catching up with lap traffic all right lap traffic nation it's time for this week's catching up with lap traffic it's been a minute i feel like i'm lapped traffic myself but anyways Joining me on the line, you can follow him on Twitter at the Mad Capper. It's Kurt. What's up, brother? How are you? Hey, Brandon. I'm good. Thanks for having me on the show. Absolutely, man. Thanks for coming on. Uh, we got lots to talk about here. We'll try to squeeze it in as uh, quick as possible here. Uh, but Kurt runs his own fantasy league that I am in for the uh, first time this year. Uh, Kurt, um, I love the fact that you get to do yours like all on the website man like i love that i wish i wish i could figure out a way to do that man how long you been running this one uh this is the 17th year and uh, we we used to be involved with on yahoo's platform but after uh they stopped running it uh, i'm hooked up with a guy named darren and he runs a fantasy website called driver group game and i think he started it in 20 19 or 18 i forget what year it was but uh, i just kind of migrated uh my team and all the people that played in my uh those you know those leagues and uh, we just started in his league and it's been a, a really fun platform and uh 
you get to pick three different uh, drivers uh, sets. It's like A's and B's and C drivers, and you know correlates year to year with how they perform uh, from the previous year. And you know you're, you're allowed a certain allotment of drivers. And um, you, the, the unique thing that makes it uh, kind of unique is there's only so many times you can use them all over the course of the season. So yep. you have to be pretty careful with your with your driver picks week to week. Absolutely. So that's the strategy that comes into play. It's a lot of fun. Just like lab traffic fantasy. <laughs> it is exactly like it. Yes. Yes. Uh, we got to see if this guy can build it out to Xfinity and truck. And then I don't have to sit and waste an hour logging picks every week. <laughs> he did add Xfinity and trucks this year. So did yes, he, uh, he huh. did. Huh. That might be something that we can incorporate uh, next huh. year. So it's kind of neat. That would be very nice, actually. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but but I don't know how we could combine them into like one, one super thing. league. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that's the, that's the kicker. That's the kicker. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll maybe we can get on a call or something with him and see what uh, he can he can figure out for us. That would be very cool. Um, all right, man. Uh, you went to Gateway this weekend. Were you there for both races? I was just there for the cup race yesterday. Okay. How um, was that uh, your first time there? How far is home base from you for, for there? You know, give a, give us the rundown on, on your, your race weekend. Sure. Um, from the racetrack from my house is just under five hour drive. Um, we left, um, this is my family and I, several from my family. We left around. About 5.40 a.m. on Sunday morning, we drove drove to Gateway. Uh, had no problems getting there. It was just a straight stretch, so that's kind of nice. And um, getting in and out or getting into the track was no problem. And it, I did go last year for the inaugural cup race. And uh, I, I know some people ran into some issues getting in, but we left early enough where, uh, you know, we didn't, you know, traffic and parking, uh, that didn't impact our arrival. Sure, sure. And uh, but man, it was a it was a wonderful experience. The midway was booming compared awesome. to last year. Uh, they added so many more uh, vendors, uh, m- many more food vendors. Because last year they ran out of food and wow. water, and that that was kind of a bummer. That a lot of people were uh, on the track president. I think his name is Curtis, but um, he he you know definitely stepped it up this year, and it was. It was really nice, really nice. All the extra stuff they brought in for sure. What uh, what they have for the kids and all that kind of stuff out there? Uh, they had a whole kid section. Uh, they had a full size stock car out there that was like wrapped with like dry erase board. Oh, cool! <laughs> you, you they were you know you could go out there and write your name or draw a picture on the car. Then if you didn't like it, you can erase it and draw another one. Uh, they had uh, like a whole RC setup where they were out there radio control cars racing each other and they had announcers um they had uh, like a fan interactive stage where you can get up and take pictures uh with a gateway like a picture of the track behind you like you're in winter circle oh cool um they had activity books that you can pick up and take in with you that were free um they had an icy machine like you know get your cherry or blue slushy slushies and <laughs> it was uh there, there was no um, the, the, the entertainment was endless. I'll Excellent. put it that way. As far That's as awesome. the, as far as the midway, and last year it was really nice, but they, it was another level yesterday for sure. sure. For sure, awesome, man. Uh, what about like the the track itself? You know, facilities, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, I, I've been I've been fortunate to go to a lot of tracks on the circuit. Uh, I'm well into my probably late twenties. 
of, of total number of NASCAR related tracks I've had the opportunity to attend. Very cool. And, um, you know, you see a lot of similarities and then you see things, oh, you know, they could, you know, this one track might do it a little bit better and, or maybe not as good as this one. And, but, you know, uh, I thought they did a wonderful job. Uh, everything is laid out really well. Um, they had plenty of volunteers and helpers working. So, like, if you were turned around or you couldn't find where you're going, I didn't have those issues, but some people did. You know, you can see that they were there to help. Uh I saw several people where it was, it was pretty hot yesterday, so they had lots of cooling stations for people who needed to sit. They even had cooling buses set up around the midway. Oh, awesome. Where people can go in and, you know, got the mist going and, and water that they would hand out to people. So uh, it was definitely warm, but uh, I know a lot of us aren't used to that heat, you know, so early in the season. But sure. uh, it, it was it was nice. They, they took care. They did a great job taking care of all their patrons yesterday for sure. Excellent. And uh, how was it getting out? Um, not to bad. Be, I mean, okay. I, I there's a racetrack, was, right? Probably, like, it's gonna, right. you're gonna, you're gonna run into. You're, you know? you're gonna sit there. Uh, now yeah. they had a Dirks Bentley concert about an hour after the checker flag fell. Okay. Um, I which had is crazy because he was in Detroit on Friday night or yes, Thursday night. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I saw. I mean, there was tons of people that are already getting ready to go to the concert. So maybe a little bit of that diverted a little bit of the traffic. You know, where it wasn't so bad. But I probably. We weren't in my Jeep probably 15 minutes, and then we were back out on the interstate. Okay. And not bad at all. That's not, not bad, bad at all. I mean, nope. it's it's a catch. Well, I, I mean, maybe it isn't, isn't. I mean, obviously, the track and the support, you know, you, you want people to show up at the races. And it's like, if right. you get out of there with no problem, then that means that uh, maybe maybe that track ain't getting a race next year, you know. So you, you kind of you want that. You got to expect that, you know. You can, yes. you, you can plan you, accordingly to avoid it coming in. <clears throat> Uh, you know, but you know, unless you right. want to leave with, you know, 40 to go or, or whatever, which, Hey, you right. know, you, you know, everyone do you, but I mean, uh, you think about 40, 50,000 people leave, leaving all at the same time. Of course, it's going to be backed absolutely. up and bottlenecked, yes. <laughs> but uh, yes. I know I've read online where they shut down a lot of the roads in and around the track and made them, you know, one ways and stuff like that. And it, it worked beautifully. I've been to many tracks that it was a conglomerate mess leaving. Sure. So this one was uh, very well mapped out and planned, and you could tell a lot of a lot of planning went into it, and I thought it was implemented really well. Excellent, excellent. What uh, so? Um, what track is home base for you, and where is your next race that you'll be going to? Um, <clears throat> well, I'm, I live in Lexington, Kentucky, so home track used to be Kentucky Speedway. Yeah. Uh, and a, about a month ago, I had the opportunity to do the NASCAR driving experience. Awesome. Uh, it was a birthday present, and it was phenomenal. For all you listeners out there that are contemplating it, I recommend doing it. Uh, if you want to do the ride-along, that's one thing. But if you actually get a strap-in and drive, that I, that's what I did. It was incredible. How many laps and, did you uh, do? I did a uh, – I think it was uh, – they do minutes. So it's like five minutes, eight minutes, 12. Okay. Okay. I, I think mine, mine was eight minutes. Okay. I, I did the – I think I did the Richard Petty driving experience okay. is what it's called. Yeah. And uh, it was at Kentucky Speedway. By the way, the truck the track still looks great. It's ready to host a race. I hope NASCAR comes back there someday. But probably uh, Bristol now is my home base track. Okay. Uh, I'm definitely – I got tickets to go back there in the fall for the night race. How far are and you I'll from Bristol? Probably um, about four, about four and a quarter hours. Okay. 
Will you go for the weekend or will you just go drive and uh, uh, it'll probably be for the weekend for the okay. night race where yeah. uh, where will you stay for that um i got a, a cabin uh that's down in what is it called uh, somewhere in the tennessee mountains uh <laughs> i can't remember what the name <laughs> of it's called it's like uh something nest or something i can't I, I can't recall i'm sorry oh no you're good you're good but but we stayed there last year it has a great overlook and they got a like a little mom and pop breakfast joint uh you're right up the street, so we hit that up, you know, coming and going, and uh, you, how, you, you can't beat it. It's a lot of fun. Is, and, how far is that from the track? About 30-minute drive. Oh, nice. Perfect. Beautiful. So, Beautiful. It's, you know, you're, you're far enough away where, you know, you get a good start home the next day or, yeah. you know, going in and out. And it's not too bad. Awesome. Very cool. Uh, Kurt, who's your driver, man? Well, I, I was a Tony Stewart guy, so okay. um, I, you know, I follow him still with all of his – SRX racing that he does, that. you yeah. know, SRX, drag racing, whatever he's doing, you know, he's always up to something, which is fun. Sure. Um, but, you know, uh, what's funny is my list of drivers that I like seems to grow every year. <laughs> and, and and my drivers that I dislike seems to shrink, which but is. I love that, man. Which, which I love makes that. going to the races so much more fun. Yep. You know, because before smoke would have, you know, something went wrong in lap five, you're like, oh. Right. Like, I'm ready yeah. to go home. Right? I mean, you don't go home, but you're like, you feel like your day's ruined. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, um, I, I, I like quite a few drivers. You know, I like, um, you know, because of his background, I like Kyle Larson a lot. I, I, I like the dirt guys. That's why I like Briscoe. I like Seabell. Sure. You know, um, <clears throat> then I like, you know, the, you know, kind of the, the guys that are, you know, the underdogs, you know, like the Corey LaJoy. I'm a big fan of his and I enjoy listening to his podcast and things like that. So uh, Michael McDowell had opportunity to meet him uh, a couple years ago at Kentucky Speedway. I had hot, I won hot passes through the team, got to meet him and David Reagan, oh, um, cool. the people at front row. I got to be on their pit box for about half the race. It was Dude, really, that, really cool That's experience. something else, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you're like, I'm just a little, little timer kind of guy. And you, know, you they treat you like royalty. And uh, it's, yeah. it's really, that was, I think that was 2019. And uh, that was a lot of fun. Me and one of my buddies, we we got those hot passes from the team, and Very cool. it was really cool. We got got to tour the haulers that they have, uh, see the cars up front, and got, got to meet you meet the entire pit crew and several other drivers as they were walking around. I, I met Ross Chastain when he was just starting to smash melons, you know, like in the truck series. When people yeah. still liked him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right. When he wasn't chastaining people, because yeah. <laughs> uh, I think he got, I think he got into McDowell yesterday, and I like both of them, you know. And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> Chastain just, you know, he just chastained McDowell, yep. and then, you know, but uh, McDowell recovered, I think, for a good top ten, so that was a good run for them. They needed that. Um, but yeah, after Ross and uh, I guess it was Larson when they got together at Darlington, he's a uh, he's been a little on seven cylinders the last few weeks, but I'm sure he'll. He'll get it recovered. Fair enough. I love it, man. Very cool. Well, uh, listen, man, thank you for uh, for calling in. Appreciate it. Glad to hear about yes. your, your your experience and trip to Gateway. And, uh, you know, next time you're at a race, uh, let me know, and, yep. and we'll get you back on, man. And, and for your listeners, I highly recommend Gateway. Um, it's an awesome racetrack. Uh, it races really unique. It's kind of shaped like Darlington if you're looking for an odd-shaped racetrack because one and two is – completely different than three and four um if i recommend if you're looking for a place to sit 
I recommend the Wallace Green Stand, which is the big green stands in one and two. They have terrific sight lines because the sight lines on the front stretch, not that they're bad, but where it's such a flat track, the way the green stands are arced from the racetrack, the sight lines are a little bit better in turns one and two. And I think uh, I think you might like that a little bit better if you're looking for a place to kind of take in the track as a whole instead of just what's in front of you. But Beautiful. great racetrack, highly recommended. I look forward to going back next year because it's relatively close to uh, home base. Awesome, man. Love it. Thank you so much, man. All right. We'll, uh, we'll catch you soon, brother. Thank you. Yep. We'll see ya. Well, Lat Traffic Nation, there you have uh, Kirk Brockman there. Great to talk to him. And something tells me he'll be back on the show sooner rather than later to recap another race there. So, all right, let's close this thing out, shall we? All right, Lat Traffic Fantasy, let's close this thing out. Um, man, it feels, it's been so long since we've done a fantasy segment. So, uh, just a reminder, get your five, uh, picks in by 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Thursday. Check the website if you uh, need to see who you have available. Everyone's got everybody available now because we're only uh, two race weekends into segment two. Uh, that said, I love to have these segment winners on, and uh, it's been a couple weeks since segment one ended. Uh, but joining me on the line is your segment one winner, Andrew Yu. What's up, man? How are you? Welcome back. Not bad. We just had a great race weekend, and I'm ready for Sonoma. Yes, yes. I am. I'm very excited about Sonoma because of the fact that it's one of the uh, OGs of NASCAR road courses, and we don't have the uh, stage breaks. So I'm excited to see a old school style race this weekend. Yeah, um, you know, Sonoma's, you know, they in 2019, they, I think they went to the carousel version. Now it's gone back to the original version that we've always had. And I'm glad to see that back. And yeah, we had a, I think it's going to be some great racing. And, you know, like you said, no stage caution. So I should make it even better. Uh, and especially uh, those guys who are great at road courses should be able to shine more. And instead, instead of having to sacrifice those stage points. Absolutely. I'm with you. What do you think of this past weekend between uh, uh, Oregon and, uh, the Worldwide Technology Raceway. I, I, I love that, the, the acronym there. Oh, that was great. Um, you know, the truck race was very exciting. You had, you had two good guys battling up front with Ty Majeski and Zane Smith, although they kind of made a bonehead move and took each other out in turn three. That was kind of sad. Uh, but, yeah, that helped my pick out with uh, Christian Eckes, so I was kind of <laughs> yes. happy about that. Uh, I ended up taking a flyer on Jordan Taylor. That didn't work out. I think he broke his transmission or something. But, man, I had Cole Custer in a lot of other places in fantasy, so I was pretty happy to see him win. And then, you know, we had a little drama between Creed, Sheldon Creed, and John Nemanchek. And then we even had a fight with uh, Chandler Smith and Jeb Burton. I mean, Chandler ended up posting something on his Twitter about some footage of the fight, and I saw it was pretty hilarious. You made fun of it. Um, I, I don't know if those tempers going to come over to, you know, this weekend. We're going to another road course for the Xfinity Series. But, yeah, it was all, all in all, it was a good race. And then the cup race, um, you know, I can't believe to say it, but, uh, you know, thank goodness for the uh, Lightning, I guess, because, yeah, the IndyCar race and the NASCAR race were scheduled. Uh, the green flag was supposed to be scheduled to fly at the same time or they were going to be running at the same time. And, but, you know, the, the lightning strikes, they ended up delaying the race so far back that, uh, yeah, the IndyCar race finished and all we had to do was just worry about the cup race. And I enjoyed the cup race a lot. Uh, I picked up Martin Truex Jr. I didn't want to waste any of my 
uses this week. So I just went with the safe pick and tricks, which you can use in limited uses with. So actually ended up doing pretty well. You know, he did get some a speeding penalty issue, but he came back for a top five. He finished top yeah, five. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's and, funny uh, you uh, you mentioned about uh, the Grand Prix. Like that's my hometown. Like I'm, I you know, I knew every street they were on, and it was very cool to see uh, downtown Detroit uh, in in such an awesome uh, light from a motorsports perspective. The the Ren Sen in the background. I mean, they got great photographic shots, and the track looked great. And no, that was very cool to see. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I watched a little bit of that race. You know, we had a few, like, minor accidents here and there. But all in all, it was a great Detroit race. And uh, there wasn't a lot of passing, but I would say, you know, the pit, the pit road game was pretty strong for a lot of teams. And, um, you know, I guess, you know, Pillow was pretty dominant in that day. Yes. And, um, yeah. And also, I also guess for, for Gateway, just to round it out for, you know, talking about Gateways. Yeah, sure. having to see Kyle Busch win third one of the season with the new team um you know it's pretty much the dominant day he led 121 laps i mean the only closest guy to him was brian blaney uh, an 83 with 83 laps led he finished six but yeah i I, ha- I mean i had a lot of kyle bush in other places as well so happy to see him win and happy to also see my picks do well this week absolutely no doubt about that and as i mentioned uh you picked up the segment one win so you're guaranteed at least one trophy uh, at the end of the year, which is pretty sweet. And, yeah, not uh, not too bad of a day, even with the flyer with Jordan Taylor. You picked up 106 points. Uh, my picks of Josevar, John Hunter, and Logano picked me 124. Uh, I, you mentioned the, uh, you know, little incident there with John Hunter in the Xfinity race. Um, that's happened to me in the past and gotten burned, thankfully, uh, that he was able to hold on there and, and pick up the points. So, uh, here is our top ten in segment two at the moment. Uh, Kirk Brockman, who you just heard from a little bit ago, along with Michael Nebia, are tied in first with 290. Uh, Matthew Luddington in second with 287. Jonathan Lilly in third with 280. Uh, Matthew Kendrick in fourth with 274. Michael Mason in fifth with 268. Kristen Hoglin in sixth with 264. Joe uh, Tronalone with uh, 262 in seventh. Carson Hoglin in eighth with 261. Uh, two-way tie in ninth between Brian Hall and yours truly from Lap Traffic with 260. And wrapping out the top 10 in segment two, Tim Wagner with 259. Pretty close. Still anybody's ball game there for sure. And uh, cumulative, the, the big dance. This is what will set the playoff off grid uh currently in first is henry fletcher 1463 andrew you on the line with us now is in second with 1447 but it doesn't matter he's got his automatic playoff bid uh jonathan Lilly in third benton wilson in fourth john Entwinsel in fifth michael nebia in sixth uh yours truly in seventh scott boys in eighth jumpy bob in ninth kevin hahn in tenth jerry jeremy waterbury in 11th uh gr davison in 12th along with pete Kirvin, dan sherwood in 13th logan cummins 14th patty coy 15th kristen hogland 16th uh so there's our top 16 and we do have an expansion for this year uh kicking it out to i think it's uh 20 spots we'll make the playoffs and then we'll have a a big first round cut and then back to uh following the uh uh drop in four with each playoff round there so uh andrew what do you say you ready to make some picks yeah, um, All right. I guess 
I guess one more thing before we start. Yeah, I guess sure, a little thing to, uh, I guess, spice up your pockets a little bit. I guess I'm going to talk a little bit about our strategy on how I won, like, stage one. Yeah, absolutely. It, it seemed like a lot of people want to know, like, hey, how did I win stage one? Right? Honestly, <laughs> uh, you know, it came down to that final North Wilkesboro race. I was down by 10. I ended up picking Heim. The guy, Henry Fletcher, the guy who's leading right now. Yes. Majeski, uh, but yeah, I was thankful enough to pick Hive, and he ended up scoring a few more stage points than Time Majeski. But yeah, other than that, um, I use a lot of data, you know, from a lot of great websites. You definitely look at the finishes, look at how people are running, you know, speed wise, and also, you know, look at another big thing I like to look at is, you know, how do how they perform on pit road. I mean, it takes a team really to win a race, and um, that team includes the pit road people. And you know, there's always like a ton of data about it. Uh, of how fast they're doing it and whatnot. And, you know, I, I, even they saw, even yet in yesterday's broadcast, they showed a graphic where William Byron had the number one pit crew out of all the teams out there. So, yeah, definitely looking at the times, seeing how people are, if they're fast enough, and then also, yeah, if their pit crew is doing well. I think that's also kind of what my keys are to be doing really well in the NASCAR fantasy for your lap traffic fantasy. I love it, man. Keep Keep it up. That's for sure. Um, all right, let's let's do some picks. Lap traffic fantasy. We are headed back out west to wine country. And as I said, one of the OG tracks for road course racing as far as NASCAR is concerned. It will be the Xfinity Series debut at Sonoma, which would be pretty interesting as far as that goes. Cup trends. Uh, Chevy's got back-to-back wins at Sonoma with wins from Suarez last year and Larson the year before. Uh, do you save a pick? Do you maybe use a guy like A.J. Allmendinger? Uh, so you could you can bank some picks down the road. You go with a road course ringer like Martin Truex Jr., who also you'd be able to save a pick with, as that doesn't count against you if you go with Truex. Uh, or do you play some hot hands like William Byron or Kyra Busch? Uh, who kicks off the summer of racing on a hot streak? Who can keep up the momentum in lap traffic fantasy? We'll find out this weekend. But first, it's time for our picks. Andrew, Truck Series is off for a couple weeks, so we'll start with the Xfinity Series. Who do you got? Yeah, so they just released the entry list like a few minutes ago, and we got seven cup drivers in the field. That's amazing, uh, you know, especially being the first time that Xfinity has gone to Sonoma. And I'm going to take the guy that won the last road course race uh, in Xfinity. That was that it. That will be the number ten of AJ Allmendinger. I love it. I love it. Uh, I I was torn. Uh, Dinger struggled a little bit. You know, I know it's a new team and all of that. And uh, if if he he was going to be my pick, but I'm going to play it safe. Uh, I I want to continue to build some cushion here. I'm going to go with the seven of Justin Allgaier this weekend in the Xfinity Series. I feel like that's just a a solid, safe pick right there. So I'm going to go middle of the road with, with Allgaier. Uh, Cup Series, sir, who do you got? Yeah, for the Cup Series, you know, I got another guy that's also running the Xfinity Series race, and it's not AJ Allmendinger. It's going to be... He's running the 07 car in the Xfinity Series, and that is Daniel Suarez, who's going to be in the 99 car for Trackhouse, the guy who won it last year. I, I've, you know, last, I mean, Coda, he ran pretty well, just got caught up in a little bit of an incident, you know, uh, you know, little tempers there at Coda, but yep. I mean, last year he was lights out. I mean, the only guy that can compete with him was the number 17 of Christopher Busher. Yeah. Or Chris Busher, not Christopher Busher. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, I am going to go with a, a guy that I think is a very good road course racer. 
uh, who needs to rebound after the last couple weeks. I am going to go with the 45 of Tyler Riddick this weekend to uh, rebound and uh, possibly get to victory lane there in the 45. So, yeah, um, for for me, I, I was going to, I mean, Reddick, I feel like is going to be the number one guy for these road courses. But mm-hmm. yeah, you got, you got, you know, other road courses coming up. You got like the Glen, you got yes. Chicago, the new road course. And then uh, there's also one, yeah, Indianapolis. So I think I'm probably going to end up using, you know, Reddick at yeah, the place where he won last year at Indianapolis. Fair enough. I love it. All right, man. Well, listen, thanks so much for calling in. Great to catch back up with you. Maybe we'll talk to you very soon. Yep. Thank you so much. Hope everyone does well this week in fantasy and let's go racing. Talk to you soon, man. Take it easy. All right. Lap traffic nation. That is going to do it for episode 312. Great to be back behind the mic. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure you check out the website, the lap traffic podcast.com, Facebook, TikTok, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, all at lab traffic PC. Huge. Thanks to Brian and Aaron, Andrew and Kurt for calling in the show. I'll keep everybody posted on next week. Don't get caught chasing the lucky dog. Tune in each and every week to the Live Traffic Podcast. See ya.